You are welcome to the podcast of Dominion Chapel International, the special place. We are a church that believes in pure worship, unadulterated word, and family. Be enlightened as you listen to this message. Mark 11, Mark 11, verse number 12 to verse number 14. You want to read the New King James. It's a privilege this morning to bring God's word to you. Can you help me clap your hands and celebrate God's servant, the bishop himself? Let's honor our mommy as well. Hallelujah. Amen. Mark 11 and verse number 12 to verse number 14 and verse number 20 to 24. Now the next day, when they had come out from Bethany, he was hungry. Next verse. And seeing from a fire fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. In response, Jesus said to it, Let no one eat food from you ever again. And his disciples heard it. Verse number 20 to 24. Now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. For shortly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Verse 24. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Hallelujah. I would like us all to read the verse 23 together. Can we have 23? Can we all read together? One, two, three, four, go. For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done he will have whatever he says. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I would like us to look at the look at another translation. Um, let's do the let's do the passion translation. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you still here? Amen. 
And I want to be sure that is the passion that gives me that which I want. Glory to God. Amen and amen. Okay. Let's do the passion translation of verse number 22 of the same chapter, the same book. 22, 22. Good. Jesus replied, let the fate of God be in you. Let the fate of God be in you. In other words, let the God-like faith be in you. Let the God type of faith be in you. Now, this is our month, we're continuing message on faith. Last month, we looked at the faith vehicle. And this month, we're still looking at faith, but we want to look at the practice of faith. Hallelujah. We want to look at how to practice faith, how to walk in faith, how to be able to allow faith function so that we can enjoy what God wants us to enjoy. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, I want to start from this point before I come to what I want to say. Now, this one, I actually want to stress on vocalizing faith. Vocalizing faith. Vocalizing faith. In other words, we're going to share about the importance that you have to know that faith functions on speaking, not thinking, speaking. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, why are we talking about faith? Just in the two minutes, I just, why are we talking about faith? Why are we talking about faith? Just want to put you somewhere so that you can understand why this teaching is so important. Now, I need you all to understand that God has ordained us for glory. Praise God. God has ordained you for what? Say three times. God has ordained me for glory. Two. Three. Add one more to it. When we say that you are ordained for glory, we are not talking about you walking around and having smoke all around you or angels, people seeing angels around you and they are playing instruments around you. Or you're walking around and then the sky opens and a light comes specifically upon you alone. It's much more than that. Glory is God's perfect will for you. Glory is God's perfect program for you. Glory is God's perfect program for you. Glory is your destiny. Glory is when your life has agreed with God's eternal purpose for you. So now let's make it more practical in our sense sickness in my life is not God's glory. Praise God. Poverty in my life is not God's glory. Fear in my life is not God's glory. Lack and want in my life is not God's glory. Anything that does not portray God is not his glory for me. And so God has programmed you and I to be like him. Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 26, God makes it very clear. So let us create man in our own image, in our own. If God didn't want you to be like him, he would not create you after his kind. He would not. So he said, let us make man in our image and in our own life. Let me read it. He said, God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. 
So God's likeness is there and God decides to create you to fit into that likeness such that when you are looked at, you are a picture of God. And so Jesus Christ, the word of God made flesh. Jesus Christ, God walking amongst men was the example of what the glory life looks like. Are you with me? Jesus Christ was the example. His earthly sojourn was to give us a template, was to give us a picture of how God intended us to be such that Jesus can boldly tell the disciples, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. In other words, it is not a heresy, neither is it blasphemous that you come to a point in your walk with God they can tell somebody, if you are looking for God, look at me. That's a dimension of perfection I am trusting God to walk in before Christ comes. Mm. Your army will make it happen. I'm working it. So don't worry. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. That is God's program. Now remember this. God will never ask of you to be what he has not made you to be. God will never tell you to be holy if you can't be holy. Did you hear that? God will never, he's not wicked. And anytime God speaks to a man and commands the man or the person to be something he has said as he's speaking, he's also pushing into the person what it takes to be what he's saying. That's how God speaks. Bible says that he who commanded light out of the darkness when God spoke to light, if in case light did not have what it took to overcome darkness, as God commanded, as he was speaking, the ability to be what he's saying entered into light and the light began to show what God said. Are you with me? I am ordained for glory. I am so designed by God that my life should not be lived based on my accounts in earthly realm. I'm ordained by God such that when I need anything before I think it, it must appear. I'm so ordained for glory that no man can reject it if God tells a proof of me. That's the dimension. And what I'm trying to tell you is that there's a dimension that God has ordained for us which was exemplified in Christ. No matter how they beat Christ, no matter what, how big the nails were, until he gave up the ghost, he did not go anywhere. So we don't sleep and think we'll not wake up. We don't go to bed and think that we'll not see the next day. We only do not see the next day if he tells us we're not going to see it. That is, that is the place. The life of glory also means that people of God, I want you to understand this. Jesus Christ says you are in this world but you are not of this world. That dimension of glory is such that the economy in which you find yourself does not determine what happens to your pocket economy. This is the reason that God gave some small, small foretaste in the Old Testament to give us an idea of what can happen to us in the New Testament. So there's famine in the land and everybody is going to Egypt. Just like a lot of young, of you, young people of you in secret without telling us, which I see sometimes in visions, you are planning to leave Ghana. Some of you want to go to Canada, want to go to UK, US. 
Wherever you go, God has not gone. You come back. The things do not work because their system work. It works because God has gone there. There are two things I told somebody. I said, you travel only when God has said you should go. Or you have built capacity to arrest the place you are going to. There are people that God wants to tell them, go to this place. I'll, I'll excel you. Then there are those that have so worked with God. As soon as they enter the land, they put their land over and say, this land, you answer to me, period. And they take it. Here you are, you have not built that one. Number two, God hasn't spoken, you are going. God said to Isaac, that don't go the way others are going, but stay in this land, and so you will reap. Where did the rain come from? The rain is in God's instruction, not in the weather. That's the life I'm talking about. So you can, you can be in this nation. We all know that things are tough. But yet, even the ungodly are buying new cars. The ungodly are building houses. And the level you find yourself, you can't do what they do. And then we are telling you what you should do. To be able to walk in higher dimensions, that one you will not do. That's what Christ says that in that case, you are not wise. So you are ordained for glory. Now, God is not so wicked that he will tell you what you can be and not show you how to be it. The how to be that glory that God has ordained for us is what we are learning now on faith. Faith is what makes the glory life Possible now before the final glory. According to scriptures, it is possible to leave heaven on earth before heaven comes to earth. I hope you all know that the days are coming when this earth shall be rolled up like a mat and there shall be a new heaven and a new earth. You know, I hope you know that. And before God will roll up the mat of the earth, he has to hang his people. That's the rapture. Hope you're ready for the rapture. That day is coming, not too far from now. Listen to me carefully. Even if Christ tarries, the way our greed as humanity is going, we will destroy the earth before Christ comes. No, with all the... The world is ruled by people that have money. You see a problem. They, they just create the problem so they can make money. They create the problem and then they create a solution and make money. That's what they're doing. Humanity is wicked. Understand that. Let it rest into your spirit, man. Humanity is wicked without God. So the earlier you, you, you update yourself and come the realm of God quickly, the better for your safety. Ah, it must fulfill scriptures. When fulfilled, and he said, arise and shine. Give us Isaiah 60. I'm just laying a, just a small something and then I build on it and I'm going to be done with this. Isaiah 60. Give me Isaiah 60 and verse number 1. Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Verse 2. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people. So, darkness will cover the earth. Then the people deep darkness. Do you know why? So the world, the earth itself is dark. Then the people too, deep darkness. Is it okay? 
But the Lord will arise over you. And his glory will be seen upon you. So there's already a prophetic word that has gone ahead concerning this earth. That in the last days, darkness shall cover the earth. Are you with me? Are you with me? Else, how do you explain? Brother has told a lady, I'm going to marry you. They are going out. Uh, they, when they are buying the things for the marriage now, he now says, I can't go further. And then one week he marries another person. He doesn't care how you feel. The level of wickedness we are seeing in our generation is so beautiful. The rate at which young people speak against elders in the name of, I'm speaking my mind. And so, young people are dying very fast. 29, they are gone. 27, 15, they are going. They are just dying like that. Right? Because the, the darkness upon the earth, the only cure is light. Amen. The Bible said it in, in Apostle Paul, saying to Timothy, in these last days, people shall be offended. So, you see, offense is very more in our days. That's, that's the, he said, darkness, the people. So that's how darkness enters the people. Offenses, malice. So, you just say this morning, you're offended. You can't forgive easily. That's just by the way. So faith is the vehicle by which that glory that is ordained for us, that glory ordained for me, can be made manifest. Are you here with me, beloved God? Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Now, the scripture that we read is a beautiful story. Um, A few Bible studies that I've been part of, in the course of the study, people focus more on, on... how that Christ did, was not passionate at all. The Bible says that it wasn't time for the fig to bring and he cursed this thing. What is all this? Jesus, why are you like that? That's this focus discussion. But the, the reason for that event was to teach us something. It wasn't really much. I, I don't think it's much about the, the fig tree. No, no. There's something more important that he was teaching. And I believe that Jesus Christ was teaching us the God kind of faith and how that, that faith functions. Somebody say the God kind of faith. Shout the God kind of faith. Now, just so that you, 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 you'll, be, you'll, be, you'll be interested in what I'm saying. Now, people of God, faith is real. Somebody say faith is real. Shout the faith is real. If faith were not real, it would not have a name. It is real. And it's potent. Now, faith finds its foundation on very important principles. Two very important principles. Number one, it's on the premise of the integrity of God. It means that God is not a man. So, faith finds a strength in this reality that God is not a man because Faith is belief in God out of great conviction for what he has said he is and what he can do. And align yourself to his move. That definition doesn't exist. It just came. So God is not a man. Number two is that God is able to do what he says he will do. Are you with me? So God is not a man. What he says, he does. What he does, he says. Number two, he has the ability to do what he has said he will do. Okay? So, that is okay for faith. Now, let's go to the scripture now and look at it again. So, Jesus Christ approaches this fig tree 
And why does he approach? Because he's hungry. So that tells you that Christ was 100% man. Of course, 100% God. That is what the Bible says. Amen and amen. And he doesn't find anything to eat on it. And what does he do? Bible says, in response. In response. One thing I have to realize that every day you wake up, situations are seeking for your response. Situations are seeking for your reaction or your response. Reaction is emotional. Response is, is rational. So whatever you are faced with, there are two things you will do. Either you will respond or you react. Reaction when you start crying and start looking for who to blame. That's reaction. But response is a responsible action towards what has attended to you. And you can never take a rational step if there's no knowledge. And I repeat myself. If what I'm saying, you're not getting me, just wave like you're thanking God, then I'll know that I should repeat myself. Thank you. Thank you. And that's what, be real in church here. Praise God. Praise God. So I said that Jesus Christ approached the fig tree and because he's hungry and he wants to eat something. And he realizes that there's nothing to eat on the tree. Then the Bible says his response. And I'm saying that on a daily basis, situations come to you to demand either for your response or your reaction. Hallelujah. Now, and I'm saying that when you are faced with challenges, you will either respond or you react. And I'm saying response is out of rationality. It's deliberate. It's thought through. Hello? Reaction is more emotional. So, for example, somebody mistakenly steps on your toe. Okay? Are you with me? I think I should say this tonight to help us. The difference between teaching in church and teaching in classroom is that in classroom, you are talking to their head. You're talking to people's head. So whether they doze or not, they have to hear. Are you with me? Number two, the lecturer comes with notes. It's what he has here that he will tell you. If you like, don't hear. You fail the exam. But in church, the preacher speaks to the heart. And what he speaks is not only what is written. Because the state of your heart will pull grace from him to say more than what he has written there. So the state of your heart in a meeting can either shut a flow from the pulpit or increase it. That's why you go to a meeting as a pastor. Okay, some of you don't go for a meeting. For the pastors. You go to a place to go and teach and realize that the same you that can teach, ah, what's okay, one, two, three, that's what bread. Because they're just looking at you. They're looking, but their hearts are not following. There's no need. Jesus Christ said, don't throw your pearl before swine. At that moment, you can't, you can't do anything. You have to stop. Are you with me? That is why when you come to church, you must open up your heart and place demand on grace. There's a grace that is upon the one standing here and there's a grace that has been customized for the service. You understand me? So there's, there's a grace that, okay, Isaiah, as a pastor, as a servant of God, as a child of God, he's anointed. That one is there. It's personal. But there's an anointing that is prepared in heaven for this day. It has been prepared. It's 
Specifically for today, it's there, it's there. It is there. That is why we have to pray before we come to church. So what has been prepared for the day can come. Are you with me? So that if your heart is opened and you are with the Lord, then the anointing the man carries plus what is prepared for the day comes. That is how come you end the service and there are miracles. But when you think that it's the same usual thing, then what have you prepared for the day will not be released. And then you go like that as you came. Does that help in any way? Are you with me? So, the person steps on your, on your what? Toe. And immediately, hey, hey, that's reaction. But it takes a lot of maturity to delay the reaction. Delayed reaction is response. The person stepped on your toe now, and instantly, you go like, ah, she didn't mean it. So at that moment, the person says, oh, I'm sorry, it's okay, I understand. That's response. Are you okay? You even go, oh, thank you, mommy. You even go, are you okay? I hope you didn't get hurt. You get the whole idea. And response is a product of attitude. Now, when you come from a background where everything is demonically orchestrated, you come from a background where everything there's a demon behind it when you come from a background where everyone is against you that's how you see things from that perspective you react so actually response or reaction is affected by attitude or your perspective are you here with me there are some people let an innocent spider just pass by to go and get something at the marketplace. I believe that you know it's not only our world that exists. I mean, they also have their world. Yeah, they have their world. Yeah, yeah. I was preaching someone. I told him. I said that when when we see the dog, we say they are backing. Because I think who who who. So we have given that name backing. But in their world, it's not called backing. They are talking and they are making sense. That is how come you see at a certain point in time. At night, you see one lady dog. Then several guys are going around talking to Charlie. Give me a pass. Just, 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 just. And I've been watching you all this while. Charlie, give me space. Give me space. You see several of them, but the, that she dog knows who you say yes to. And you realize they don't bark when they are doing that. So they talk. In the same vein, in their world, when they look at us, they laugh at us. Because they have a term for us too. It is this concept that made those in cartoons, design cartoons, waiters. And I was telling them that the only way to understand the language of a dog is to be born into the dog kingdom. If you are born to the dog kingdom, then the dog life becomes your life and then you can communicate like dogs communicate. Are you still here with me? Praise the name of Jesus. So, the spider is passing and the only way he transports himself is through the web. So he's going, maybe from the house. He told the wife, "Come get some bread in the spider market," and then whoom, swung like that, swung back. Then the human being is passing, and then intercepts. You are causing financial loss to the spider kingdom. And after they have constructed a road, you now went to intercept that road, and then you now say, "Jesus, 
Harabakataya. Remos Tolebe. And ten time Biala. Yes, he said to Siami. Elmi Dachimo. Ewa Jesus Timo. Which is Sham. I know the funny part of it. Strangely, strangely. Just right after that, I see Seka Kebi Yabosim kind. Because you see, you were crossing the road, still praying against a spiritual web. So you were not concentrating the road, and you almost got knocked down. Then your mind now tells you it's exactly what we're talking about. This is the reason when you come to church, whatever you know, put it aside and take what you're being taught. Are you with me? Are you here with me? So you see that your perspective will affect either reaction or response. Are you with me? So you wake up in the morning, there is no money in your pocket. You either react or respond. What is reaction? Eh? Look at all this. They say break forth. I started this year, no job. We have prayed, we have fasted. They, they even came out Omega fast, Alpha fast, I have Alpha, I have Omega. Nothing is happening. Eh? What is all of this? Should I even leave that church? Okay, I'll join Alpha Hour. Since Alpha Fast will not work, Alpha Hour will work. Then you are built Alpha Hour. Everybody sharing testimony of miracle jobs, you have never shared one. It's okay, that's not enough. I also joined a what God cannot do doesn't exist. Still, it has not been done. Are you with me? Then you start now, then you start thinking, start thinking, then you start getting depressed. And then you even come to church. That's why you even come to church. That's reaction. Now, reaction leads to more action because action again. Reaction leads to more reaction. Action, action. To come to a point where the real action happens. Reaction is now you get very angry. Everything irritates you. No. What is response? Wake up in the morning. Your attitude has been shaped by the word. The word says that. He daily loses us with benefits. Number two, it's an honor to be awake today. And it's an enter his gates with thanksgiving. People of God, the day is a room that has a gate. Did you get it? Every day is a room that has a gate. There are those going around the room. There are those who enter. It's, the good things for the day is inside the day. And the only access to it is thanksgiving. So you wake up in the morning and the first thing you did was not your phone. The first thing you did was, Father, I thank you for the night. Your word says that he that keepeth me neither slumbers nor sleep. Thank you for a wonderful sleep. Thank you for a wonderful night. There were many arrows that were shot. But Lord, thank you that you watered all them off. Thank you for this new day. Not many I've seen today. But I'm alive still today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. As you are thanking him, faith is building. You will change your confession. You start decreeing, my day is blessed. My day is favored. The day is working for me. Praise God. That's response. Okay. Is that okay? So Jesus Christ responds. To respond means you have authority over the thing. You are too conscious that I have authority. This thing can't control me. I control it. You were not created by God to be controlled by situations. 
You were made by God, equipped by God, empowered by God to control situations. You are in control. Say, I'm in control. Are you sure? Say it again louder. Shout again louder. If you can scream it, scream it for me. I am in control. Hallelujah. Yes, I'm hungry. I need food to eat. But the fig tree fast food is not working. And he responded, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. And his disciples heard it. I'm going to come to this later. Now, the next day, that was the verse number 20. Now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter remembering said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has what? It's so beautiful. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Ah, what is, no, people of God, what is the relationship? That you spoke to a tree. The tree is dried up from the roots. And they are reminded, ah, see, sir, see, oh, the tree has dried up from the root. And he brings a message. Have the God kind of faith. In other words, he's talking about faith. That's the focus of what I just did. I thought you'd go like, yeah, that's what I was talking about. That's how you talk to trees. Because this tree, you know, Peter, this is not the first time I've, this tree, uh, was somewhere last year. That's how, see, since I was born, I think I was been 13. This tree I've seen, it doesn't, it, I just don't know what kind of trees are. You let's go. Jesus is so intentional that no conversation is without a kingdom message. And I think that's how we must live our lives. Your conversations must always transmit a certain life. Is that okay? So Jesus said, have the God kind of faith. Have the God-like faith. In other words, what I did now is a faith life. And what showed that was a faith life? He spoke. He responded. Are you with me? For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Now look at the scripture again. I want to read it again. Are you following? For assuredly, I say to you, whoever thinks to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt. Can I repeat it again? Let me read it again. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever thinks to this mountain, I stay here, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he thinks will be done. What Bible are you guys reading? You have to update your Bible. Let me read it again. You're not getting it. For shortly, I say to you, whoever thinks to this mountain, my God, I'm seeing a revelation here. 
For shortly I said to you, whoever danced to this mountain, glory to God. Mm. What me say? Is, is that right? My Bible is the right one. For I shortly I said to you, whoever clap your hands to this mountain. It's not bad. You mean I'm a liar? Was I never a liar? You know what to say. I'm reading wrongly. Let me, let me check it properly. For as shortly I say to you, whoever runs around this mountain, for as shortly I said, whoever speaks in tongues around this mountain, you don't believe in tongues again? You don't pray in tongues again? There's power in praying in the spirit. Hallelujah. Building up your most holy faith by praying in the spirit. Hallelujah. Whoever. My God. This is this. I'm, I'm working. I'm working the word. My God. Whoever. Shall you break his suffer on this mountain? Come back to you. No, let, let, me, let me read that translation. Let me see. Because I think you guys are not getting it. You're not getting it. For shortly I say to you, whoever cries to this mountain. No, I say in the crowd. Go back, check. The God kind of faith. It's not by emotions. The God kind of faith. Demands that you believe and you say. And you know what I saw in that same verse? He says in the last part, he will. Okay, the, the last part or something. Said, but believes that those things he says, not said, says. Not he said, says. It means after you have said, you keep saying. You don't stop saying it. You don't say it once and stop. You keep saying it. It's a continuous saying until you see it. So God in Genesis chapter number one says or said, kept saying, kept saying until he came to a point and said it was very good. Are you here with me? So faith does not work because you are thinking. Faith does not become potent to release the glory that is ordained for you because you are clapping. But because you say it. I had an analogy by Reverend Anaba, and it makes so much sense to me. Right? I just don't in my spirit, man. He was preaching at Rod Pastley's church. And he says that, he says something that if you have bullets in your hands, you have bullets in your hands, and you throw it against somebody, at best, no matter how forceful you are, at best, it might just give a scratch. Maybe just a small pain. Doesn't matter the amount of bullets you have in your hand. You throw it against somebody. Say, you, I'll kill you. Take it. Didn't do much. But when you take that same bullets and then you put them in a gun 
and then you get to the trigger and you then the required force that has been calculated that can remove the shell and let what can kill inside find expression is now released I get the whole idea do you know even rubber bullets if they hit your rubber bullet, you, you, oh brother, you, you feel it. Why? There's a certain force that is needed. There's a certain speed needed. It's actually speed. It's a speed that comes from who is saying the people of God. The word of God you have seen, that God has said, maybe God has revealed the word to you about your health. And when you receive, say, oh, what a word, what a word. Mm-hmm-hmm-hmm. Word, mm. oh, word, word. And you even call it, brother, brother, I just saw this word about my health. My God, my God. The word is working. The word is working. It's still like the bullets in your hand. But you now take that revealed word. And you now begin to put it into the gun, which is your mouth. And begin to decree, act. God didn't ask it is written. He himself took away my infirmities and bore my sickness. By his stripes, I am healed. Body, you cannot be sick anymore. You can't delay my destiny. You can't delay my time. I have authority over you. Because naturally, even without the word in your mouth, the Bible says there's power. The, the, the power of life and death is in the mouth. So even without the word in your mouth, your words alone can do something. But now you have put the right thing in there. So, how do you practice faith? You practice faith by talking. You have to keep talking it. Are you with me? On Thursday, we're going to get a bit more deeper into it. See, people of God, when some of us stand here to talk to you, please don't ever think your lifetime that we have to go and sit down and prepare notes to come and impress you. It's what we do, we tell you. Are you with me? Are you here with me at all? It's what we are living, we are telling you. Because the most effective way to teach is to leave it before you teach it. Are you here with me? Glory to God. One day I was flying to a meeting somewhere and I had noticed that that particular flight there's always a challenge. Every time, like. So one day I'm like, When they take off, you feel it. When you land, you feel it. Everything, you feel it. So one day I was going to fly and I wasn't going with my wife. I was going alone. The devil started telling me some things. This could be your last one. Be your last one. That day we had a very powerful service here. So you start, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to fly. fly. People of God, interestingly, I mean, when, when, when we sat down and those fine girls closed the, the natural me, my heart, because it was not too long that there was a flight that these brethren were flying us and they told us that there's, there's some clouds somewhere and instead of this brother taking his time, there's portal find a way to go about it. Before the plane was going now, we just saw, wow, wow. That experience was not funny. It was still fresh. Yeah. So initially I was shaking. But along the line, 
I said, ah, wait a minute. I told them that I'm going and I'll be back. I didn't tell them I'm going and I'll stay in the sky or drop. So I'm going and I'll be back. And then I quoted a scripture in my spirit, man. And I then opened my mouth and I said, glory to God. Hallelujah. And kept quiet. But Frank, it wasn't, it wasn't a smooth flight actually, but we're fine. <laughs> something has stayed too long in your body don't be quiet the faith life the God kind of faith you can't stop talking it Oh, sometimes maybe say it and just right then you're done saying it your body gets weaker you don't stop that is the faith life that is how come you know some of us brought up in a system where you don't have money in your pocket say my pocket is plenty because we're, we're learning how to practicalize the faith in how, how, how we speak. Praise the name of Jesus. You wake up in the morning, your body speaks, I'm strong. For let the weak say, I am strong. Somebody tells you, ah, this government is not doing well at all. We are all suffering. My name is I don't suffer like you. Say differently. Are you with me? So this area, there are armed robbers, a lot of armed robbers are in this area. And they, and, and, and they, 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 once in a while, every year, it's like they have a timetable. There's the month that they go to every house to visit them. Are they my shepherds? Must they go visitation on me? No. Then what do you say next? Just as the mountains encompass about Jerusalem, so are my angels around my house. Maybe that one doesn't come to mind. Remember the story of the Israelites. There's a blood upon my house. And there's a covering on this house. Nothing passes here. Ah, they say, hey, this area have come. The way witches can fly over people's houses. The God kind of faith doesn't mean you say, oh, really? Wow. Ah, it is well. No. The God kind of faith says, I put an embargo on top of my roof. From here to heaven, anything that crosses here drops on my roof and dies. Say you wait two no's. Yes, if you're not two no, you will die with one no. You see, this faith life is not for people who are too wise. When you are too wise by the ways of the world, you see us as foolish. But we, the fools in Christ, we are still living long. Are you getting me? Sometimes you go for some meetings, and I see people who have gone to plenty school. Then they are using book. I look at the name and Nika. You are sitting down there, you are arguing with the word, and you have diabetes and you are dying. And they are telling you what to help you are. You are too arrogant to accept it. You are, you are arrogant. You have masters and so what? Have you mastered your health? You have a PhD. Have you pulled your healing down? You've not. I want to challenge you from today. When you walk around, don't just look at your phones like those of you do. Speak about your life. Speak to your husband that is yet to come and tell you how I love you, I want to marry you. I can hold a point here. Yeah, yeah, I know you've been thinking about that. It's one thing for us to prophesy about your life. You must take the prophecy and keep saying it. That's, that's the part you're talking about here. You get to your kitchen. There's nothing in the kitchen. Say, there's a lot in my kitchen. Mama said, my, my problem is what to eat, ma. I remember some years ago, you know, the brethren in, in um, 
when we uh, MJ Grant and I told them that from henceforth when we say coins it starts from where? Said 20 cities that's what I told you guys that 20 cities for hence, so if I ask you I want coins don't dare go and bring me from 20 yeah 50 going in because I was like 20 or 50 I've forgotten it was 50 then 50 good 50 cities going I mean 50 cities going and they told me I was joking but I see you can't change your environment if your language has not changed begins from 50. Now, if coins were 50, then I can't be giving God coins as my offering. So I have to change my offering. Are you with me? Don't you realize anytime you're worried, you, you talk? But you see, the more you talk, those negativities, you are, you are fighting God's program in your life. The God kind of faith demands that you keep speaking what God has said. I am the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. Glory to God in the highest. Hallelujah. Some years ago, I've said it before, but let me say it for the sake of those that I've not heard before. Anytime I was going to go for programs out of our Christ, especially Kumasi, I have to go to VIP. Most time when I'm standing VIP, I'll just see the planes that are going, going. I'll be looking. The one that I said, a time is going to come. I can't even have time for VIP. The day I got angry was when I had to go and queue for a VIP bus. And I stayed there from around 2 p.m. to the next day morning. 6 a.m. to get a car because the line was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. Now, when I go to our, as soon as they enter, I, Isaiah appears. Uh-huh. Me and them, we do business. We do business. I spoke it there. I kept saying it. And I've said in this church, a time is going to come. And I've said, it's going to come to pass. I've not forgotten that one. That I will come on Saturday from Ireland and then you will bring your which, which card do you want what what Lamborghini then you come and pick me then I'll come and preach bless you then I'm going back we have to get to Czech Republic you understand are, are you with me the melody will take me with what car are you going to drive range are you getting a point Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Somebody's there. You won't go and work. You're just there talking. We will talk and walk and work. As we are working, we are walking, we are talking. We are working, we are walking, we are talking. We are working, we are walking, we are talking. We are working, we are walking, we are talking. We are creating our universe by the word of God in our mouths. I am prosperous. Money is my slave. (laughs) 
Ilo mamika shatalamapa rakatana Ilo ma rana vorasiteni amakali abasa Efaro mesutarabia kozondo 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 gidigidi kodagadagada ikadabroso sopravande Somewhere about last month, I noticed my sight was becoming blur. I didn't tell anybody. And the devil reminded me that you have been teasing everybody in your home that everybody's wearing glasses. You are not wearing glasses. You will wear some. From GHS, at the point, from GHS, when I was finishing uh, GHS into SHS, for two and a half years, I was reading with lantern and candle. And I, I used to read not less than six to seven hours stretch. Not that I get up and go, I sit down there and I'm there reading. I could read, uh, then I will see that the kerosene in the lantern has finished and the smoke is coming. So my dad was concerned about my sight. But one time he said it, then my mind went to Moses. That he was in his hundreds and his eyes were not dim. And I said to myself, Moses, he didn't have Jesus. I have Jesus. This eyes, it will see clear. <laughs> so I, I didn't tell my wife. I didn't tell you anything. It's gone. It had to go. But the testimony must stand. I'm not ready for glasses. It is a reason why I don't even wear shades. I've never told you. That's the reason. It's as serious for me as not even wanting to do life with shades. And my whole life, I've never had Apollo. Everybody around to get Apollo, I won't get it. Because it's that I'm telling you. I saw some things in the Bible. And I spoke them with my life. Are you here with me? It's a choice, though. No, it's a cho- if you like, they there. Ah. But after all, as a human being, I mean, when, when you get to your uh, 40 years going... I mean, sometimes, because of uh, certain factors, you can begin to have a... It's a normal thing. It's a very normal thing. It can be normal for you, but end me normal. It's not normal for us, sir. It's not normal for us. Praise God. What has been spoken? If, if, if Joshua, 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 I did not speak in tongues like I do, can stand at a city and say anyone that tries to rebuild these walls. He will lay the foundation of the first son and finish it with the last son. He said it and it's still there. That a, 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 a man came to build it and it happened that way. Ah, wait a minute. That David, 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 King David that didn't have the opportunity to even have a Bible like we have Bible here. And we have all the New Testament. Could look at Mount that was the name of the mountain. Is it Mount Moriah or the one? Gilboa. And decree a word over it and said there shall not be rain because Saul died there. And even till date, there's no rain there. David, David, David. Not me, Isaiah. Me. David, all his faults. Killing some man and taking a wife. With all of that, he spoke. It happened. Then me, me. Redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. One called the child of God. No, 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 no. Can you begin to speak into your life before we take our communion now? Speak into your life. Speak into your life. Any word of God that comes to your heart, take that word. Speak in your life. Speak it. Quickly, speak it. Speak it. Speak it. 
I pray for you today that from today your, your, your tongue is healed. Your speech is, is healed. My children are blessed. My children are intelligent. My children are, are waxing forth in the academics. Their behavior is sound in the name of Jesus. Speak. Speak. That is, that is how we live this God life. This God life is <laughs> by the God kind of faith. And it's not a faith that is left in the heart. For with the heart, a man believes unto righteousness. Now with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Confession. Confession is made unto salvation. Confession. 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 Confession is made unto salvation. Confession is made. Confession is made. Confession is made. Confession is made. Confession. Huh. Let's hold fast. The profession of our faith is a talking faith. It's a talking faith. It's a talking faith. Yes. Yes. Come on. Respond to your life. Don't react. Respond. 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 God is not a man that is should lie. But the son of man that you repent. And he had the ability to do what he said he will do. Speak, O thou daughter of God. Speak, O thou son of God. Speak. Keep not quiet. Hold not back. Hold not back. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say, 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 it's a saying life. And I will say, I will say of the Lord, I will say of the Lord, I will say of the Lord, I will say of the Lord. Now, now listen to this. It just hit my spirit, man. There's somebody here. One, two, three, four. Four of you. That you have been told some time past that your name is somewhere and that they are putting blood on it. You don't know what to eat. Listen to me carefully. Hear this from me today. We're not going to pray. It's not, this is a prayer topic. Are you here with me? Oh, are you here with me at all? This is not, I'm not going to give one to pray about it. Let me clap your hands and pray. No, I'm not doing that. I am giving you an order. I'm telling you a decree. Are you ready for it? Yes, Wherever they placed your name, that's the greatest error they did. I want to celebrate God for that. What did I say? What did I say? Wherever they where, took your name to is the greatest error. It, it, it's an error. It means what, it will not work. And the, the bad thing is that because your name went there, every enchantment they did against other names, they have been set free because of you. The way you are celebrating God, I don't know if you like what God is doing for you. I don't know what you're trying to do. I thought you would shout better and celebrate your God. I will leave and declare the goodness of God 
in the land of the living in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth my pockets cannot be empty my account cannot be empty in the name of Jesus praise the name of Jesus anyone that promised in the past and they have forgotten that they made a promise the Lord moved their heart towards your direction see what I just did right now? I didn't see a vision. God, I didn't hear God say, my son, tell, tell them right now. What the, no. I'm doing the faith life. And I'm too sure what I've said. It has no choice than to come to pass. Do you understand? Sometimes when we see we are talking, we are shouting. Not because the shouting is a message nice, but the conviction is too much. We can't say it calmly. That's the problem we are having. In the name of Jesus. You're coming to the communion table this morning quickly. You want to lift up your two hands and say, Father, I thank you for the healing of my words. Thank you for the healing of my tongue. Thank you for completeness. Thank you for perfection. Thank you. 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 God bless you for listening to this message. You can also enjoy our messages on Anchor, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and all other podcast platforms. Visit us at Dominion Chapel International, the special place near the XGI building, Shashi, Accra. Do remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive more life-impacting teachings by our seasoned ministers of the gospel every single week. You can also follow DCI, the special place, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Always remember that God loves you.